0: Digital transformation is one of the hot topics of our time. But what do we mean by digital transformation? What are the operational issues that are involved? What are the complexities? What are the opportunities? I'm Michael Krigsman. I'm an industry analyst and the host of CXO Talk. And today we are speaking with Hervé Corre, who is the Chief Digital Officer of Schneider Electric. I want to say a heartfelt thank you to IPsoft. Right now we are in their AI Experience Lab, which is their innovation center in New York City. And I'm so grateful that IPsoft is making this episode of CXO Talk possible. Now, before we begin, Please tell your friends to watch, tell your family, and for sure, subscribe on YouTube. Ravé, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. So you're the chief digital, D- chief digital officer of Schneider Electric. Indeed. Tell us about Schneider Electric. Well, Schneider Electric is a pretty big company, actually, a very global,
1: $25 billion, uh, revenue, more or less, 144,000 employees. Uh, um, we call ourselves the global specialist in energy management and automation. Our job in life is to make energy safe, reliable, efficient, and sustainable. So, and we do it in in a few very, very specific end markets: so, home, buildings, infrastructure, uh, data center, on on industries, on factories. So, that's really you know what Schneider is. Very, very global, um, uh, very, very global company. And really, efficiency is our motto. We are, you know, thinking day and night about how to make energy, uh, 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 or the consumption of energy efficient, on how to make processes that are powered by energy efficient.
0: Now, you're the chief digital officer. So, at Schneider Electric, what what does that role encompass? So, you know,
1: digital is a big deal. In, in Schneider Electric. As I said, right, our, what wakes up every morning is a business of efficiency. It's really how we make the consumption of energy efficient, how we make processes uh, 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 efficient. Um, if you want to make uh, a process a building an infrastructure energy efficient, it's not just about energy. So it's not just about moving electrons. You also need to move bits. You also need to move an information content together with with energy. And that's really where the world of energy, the world of information, sort of energy technology, information technology, are blending together. So suddenly, everything is digital. So I- in Schneider Electric, our digital transformation is not only about digitizing and doing things differently, but it's also about becoming digital. It's about you know, creating digital services on on do
0: different things. So it sounds like you are transforming digitally yourselves and you're also helping your customers through their digital, helping enable their digital transformation as well.
1: That's absolutely true. I mean our customers which are in, you know, either in building uh, 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 industries, infrastructure, data center, I mean Energy is a big deal for them. Um, 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 Their digital transformation encompasses uh, 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 improving their efficiency, improving how they consume energy, improving how they run their processes. So a big deal of what we do is indeed helping our customers transforming digitally. It's about, you know, I was speaking about the world of energy, the world of, Uh, uh, IT coming together. It's also how the world of operational technology, or OT, and IT are coming together. Because again, it's not only about running a process. It's not only about distributing energy. It's doing it efficiently. And to do it efficiently, you need to consume information. You need to be real time. Um, And suddenly, digital is, is everywhere. It's really at the heart of the value we want to provide our customers.
0: So let's uh, let's unpack this a little bit, because when you talk about energy efficiency, on the surface it's not clear why there's a digital transformation component there, right? It's like, okay, let's let's be sure to turn out the lights when we when we go home, but it's more obviously it's much 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 more complex than that.
1: Yes, absolutely, and of course you know you have various levels of, of. Sort of complexity, sophistication, etc. But if you take a building, you know the building is like almost a living organism, an ecosystem. I mean, you have people moving in and out. You have weather, uh, 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 sun or not, HVAC, elevators, uh, people badging. So suddenly, you know, how do you make that building, that ecosystem, efficient? How do you uh, 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 really are able, in real time to make decisions that would allow you, you know, to Take a hotel, for instance, you know, to turn the the lights on or off, to sort of change your HVAC conditions, etc. So, so it's really interesting. If you really want to make a big dent from an energy standpoint, it's not just about you know things. It's not just about breakers, etc. It's about connecting those things. And here it really becomes interesting, because at one level, you want to connect those things on premise, because you have a local control system that will be in the building, in the factory floor, and so forth. So you don't want to depend on network. You want to be absolute deterministic real time. And at the same time, the cloud, and what comes with the cloud, take you know artificial intelligence, machine learning, and so forth, allows you, beyond the a particular building beyond the particular uh, 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 shop floor, to aggregate uh, 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 information, and suddenly to think about how can you become predictive? How can you drive predictive maintenance? How can you drive optimization algorithms that are going to take weather data into account, for instance, in order to tune your energy uh,
0: uh, consumption even more it sounds like you're designing products both from the standpoint of energy efficiency but almost equally so from the standpoint of usability
1: so that's that's a, indeed very important on um, you know in the world of industrial automation connecting a product to a local control system is not new right because that has been done for ages now again the superpower of the cloud suddenly Gives you much more ability, and you know allows you to create much more, much more value than before. And in it, the experience that you're giving with your uh, 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 products becomes super, super important. So we're really uh, 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 spending a lot of time thinking about uh, 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 what, how to provide the best experience, an experience that's consistent, that's intuitive. You know, uh, it's a big deal because you know the world of. Uh, of enterprise IT and uh, 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 the world of of our personal IT at home right? have have, have evolved. And nobody wants a very bad user interface anymore. I mean, everybody wants to be able to operate through their mobile phone, tomorrow through voice. Uh, uh, So it's very much a big deal for us to, to stay ahead. Uh, uh, um, from, from that from that perspective.
0: So you, you've been talking about uh, AI, machine learning. So so what does that enable you to do? And what's the c- what's the data set that you're operating on? What kind of data are you collecting, aggregating, and then analyzing?
1: AI en- enables you to drive efficiency, right? I mean, there's many things internally. Uh, 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 you're digitizing, right? You're doing things differently, uh, 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 where AI allows you uh, uh, um, to do things, you know, uh, scoring leads or whatever that, that you, know, you would not have been a- able to do uh, uh, before. So that's one thing. There's another element, which is really everything around customer experience. I mean, voice, vision, uh, 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 only those two things, you know, which are sort of powered by AI and machine learning in the back end are amazing. Um, and we really see voice, for instance, uh, uh, being quite a big deal, in not only in our industry, right, but, but in, in many, many different aspects. So really, in customer experience, you have AI is kind of a new computing platform. And, and we, are, we are seeing more and more uh, 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 customer experiences being developed on top of that new computing platform. And then you add a third block. Uh, uh, which is really how you add AI in our products. Um, our products, of course, you know, are sort of very uh, uh, um, technology inten- in- intensive. I mean, they are here to solve a very specific real-world problem. So they are at the intersection of digital as a platform, but also with very, very deep and profound knowledge and segment expertise so you take very deep segment expertise you take digital uh, 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 capabilities you mesh them together and that's where uh, 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 we really how we really envisage ai on machine learning in our uh, uh, in our products so for instance preventative maintenance uh, uh, um, uh, predictive analytics uh, optimization algorithm are things that we embed in our digital services that are going to augment uh, uh, our product, really meshing together deep AI knowledge uh, uh, with the very deep segment expertise. Because you know, if you want to have good AI as artificial intelligence, you need to have good IA as information architecture. And you need to understand the data model. You need to understand how the data is structured. So when you have that deep segment expertise, you understand data is structured, and um, you're able really to leverage that segment expertise to perform function and enhance your, your augment your product and your services very, very con-
0: you know, considerably. So what now do your customers expect from you in terms of outcomes, and how is that feeding back into your product design, product development?
1: So, you know, it's interesting. When we created the digital team, um, um, our IoT team, one of the first thing we did was realizing that you had the product development and you had uh, digital service development. And that the key for us was to blend the two. And that for digital services development, we needed to put customer at the center of it. So we've created a process. We call it the digital service factory internally. But that basically allows us to start with uh, a design thinking sessions with customer uh, 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 um, testimonials, interactions, etc., where you know we try to make sure: Are we solving the right problem? Have we expressed the right problem with the right outcome, and, uh, and, uh, and so forth? So we've really been changing uh, 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 the way we address um, customers. We're also looking at how you know some of our partners and customers are behaving. Try really to learn from. Uh, uh, from the real life problems, so so it's interesting because more and more, you know, we have a very engineering sort of centric company, very technology centric, but more and more design thinking, like ethnography, understanding the uh, 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 human behavior, is becoming also as important, and it's really about how blending the two, uh, uh, how you blend the two, which is a significant change that, that you know, digital is, is, is bringing us.
0: Why, why, why does digital take you down this path of where we can even talk about d- design thinking, which, which is empathy, or you use the yeah. term eth- ethnography? What about digital transformation takes us there? I mean, you're, the, you're this hardcore engineering company in energy. True. How Ooh. do we end up there?
1: I think it's interesting because you know digital, when you think w- w- when you think about it, it does a lot of impact. but one of the very interesting aspects of digital, it gets you to sort of model how we're thinking as human, and it gets you very close to human behaviors. I mean, you need to understand in a strange way, right? the more sort of the more you have machine learning, the more you know, uh, 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 you go through the path of AI. The more you need to understand how the mind works, the more you need to understand how people behave. So, so suddenly behavior—you know—you are not just about you know uh, 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 zero or one uh, uh, type of product that's on/off, right? You are evolve- you are sort of optimizing an ecosystem. An ecosystem is made of people. People are behaving. So suddenly that people science, right? The social science becomes becomes something that you need to basically take into account.
0: But why? Why? Why how does this take you into needing to understand people better?
1: What's the link? I I I think because people on machine at the end of the day, you know, we interact together. On you take a building, you take, you know, many factories. I mean they're made of people. <laughs> on 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 and we like to think about how we complement people, how we augment people how we make them more performing, how we empower them. And, and you can't do that without really deeply understanding yes. what an operator needs, what a C level need, you know, having your personas right and, and, and applying the right uh, uh, design thinking. And, and, and so when you get away from this analog type zero 01 and <laughs> uh, 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 to you know uh, uh, something that, that's, that's much more uh, 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 complex, you need to embed uh, uh, human behaviors in in how you um, how you design your systems.
0: Hervé, would it be would it be accurate to say that as you're aggregating this data, you need to have an even more profound sense of that domain knowledge you were you were talking about? Because now, because of the aggregated data, your products can do so much more, so much more nuanced that. If you don't have that deep sense of the of the domain, you'll miss the mark. I think so.
1: I, I, I really think that, you know, we saw an era where, you know, we had like massive internet companies, right? Like the big technology platforms, very agnostic, very horizontal, etc. I think we are now moving on an area where we are transforming uh, 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 specific, you know, areas of 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 the industry of the economy, etc. Um, if you're really about transforming an industry, then you know it's how you mesh a deep understanding of of an industry with a deep ability to use technology. So you you're not selling technology; you're solving problems with technology, and um, that's just a completely different approach.
0: Is that your goal, to transform the industry? Yes. You're, you're a 200-year-old company, which means you have gone through many transformations. But this, this description of digital, of using the data, of AI, I have to imagine is driving internal change to Schneider Electric. And maybe you can talk about that. I think t- the, the change is one of the most difficult Yes, parts of of transformation for any company.
1: Absolutely, I mean we all hate change, right? <laughs> <Deep> <laughs> down, but I, I think the, um, when we look at our digital transformation and we apply it to Schneider Electric, we we see five big pillars, if you will. We sort of discuss the first one at length, which is really how we're transforming our offers, how we're transforming the services, the product, the system that we are providing to our customers, to augment them, to provide more value to customers. And that's the ecostructure architecture and how we enhance it with AI and analytics, etc., cetera, on, on IoT that I was mentioning before. The second pillar is really thinking about experiences. So thinking about mobile, thinking about voice, thinking about Having an end-to-end experience uh, uh, for our customers, you know, where we make things simple for them, whether it's a C-level executive, an operator, uh, just somebody who wants to browse our catalog of product, you know, how do you make it relevant, context-rich right away? So the experience is, of course, a, a, a very big deal that sort of spans a continuum of, you know, uh, 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 customer experience, partner experience, even employee experience. The third pillar of our transformation is really security, because you can't be in operational technologies. You can't be uh, a a, a large company without a laser sharp uh, focus on technology, Uh, on on, on security, obviously. The fourth area is really talent. Um, Talent sort of echoes the previous conversation, I feel, where we want to have a mesh between people who have that segment expertise on people who have that digital understanding, who are digital disruptors. So having a mix of talent, a mix of leadership, where we blend people uh, 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 that understand deeply uh, uh, the segments where we operate, and people who understand technology digital, and how digitally disrupting is disrupting everything. On the fifth pillar, so we spoke about offer um, on ecostructure, we spoke about experience, we spoke about security, we spoke about talent. The fifth one is foundations. And that's probably one of the trickiest ones. Because whatever uh, uh, um, you like, if you're a large company, if you grow through m and right, you have added a lot of applications. You have citizen developers that have defined you know, that little bit of software here, and that little piece of uh, 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 application there. And um, Very quickly, your foundation, they can be on the critical path. Of your digital transformation, so it's very important to sort of think how you are unpacking the monolith, how you are unbundling the monolith, so that you can expose, you know, specific services and consume them in different contexts. And on working on the foundation is something that's super important. As I like to say, you can't spell digital without IT, mm-hmm. um, and foundation is a big deal. And if you don't take care of it. If you don't apply a great amount of thinking on how you're going to architect it, how you're going to make sure that it's going to enable uh, uh, your transformation, not get in the way, uh, uh, you can be at risk of slowing down. And the last thing you want to do at times of digital transformation is to be slowing down. Mm-hmm.
0: And what about uh, metrics, measurements? How do you evaluate digital transformation?
1: So. You may know I started in finance, so I kept from that a passion for metrics that you know <laughs> you can't imagine. <laughs> but um, uh, we, we, we track a, a, a metrics in every of the five pillars, right that I was mentioning from a digital transformation standpoint. and we have what we call the digital barometer that is sort of uh, the overall scorecard, if you will, of our digital success. When we have an executive committee, you know, we look at our people scorecard, we look at our financial scorecard, we look at our quality on people satisfaction, sc- uh, on, on, sorry, customer satisfaction scorecard. And now we look at our digital scorecard in addition. And the digital scorecard sort of tracks those five pillars. So on offers, you know, we look at, of course, how we are developing and on, 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 uh, growing those new offers. On experiences, we look at how happy uh, uh, our customers are with us digitally. And we look at having better scores with digital engagement than with physical engagement. With security, you know, we have, of course, a lot of specific security metrics uh, uh, that we look at. With talent, we look at how much we are in our teams. We are b- blending digital talents with people who have the segment expertise that we were talking about uh, uh, earlier on. And then in foundation, we look at the health of our landscape, and we look at, How much how we are doing in terms of uh, uh, driving the um, the simplification, if you will, of our of our application landscape, and how much we are how well we are doing in exposing services and making our uh, uh, foundation an asset, not a liability.
0: That's really interesting. So you have a very very detailed. Framework going across. I was going to say digital transformation framework, but it's but it's 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 a business operational framework that has digital components, and so you're measuring the business against these very clearly defined points.
1: You are right. And, and, and there's also an element that we haven't touched on that I think is super important when you start. You know, thinking about metrics, cetera, and, and so forth. It, it, it's really resource allocation, because I think that a big deal. Is how you know you have a portfolio of initiative. back to experimentation, right? Some will fail, some will succeed, some will get big, but how do you allocate resources? How do you allocate resources between operating systems and creating new systems, and then just ideating and, and, and incubating totally new ideas? So we, I'm very passionate. Again, probably a finance background, but I'm very very passionate about how we're allocating resource. And I think that the precision in resource allocation, the thinking, the deep thinking behind where do you put your money is super fundamental. And actually is one probably, I would say, of the big predictors of success. Uh, 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 if you just spend money based on, you know, well what you had last year and there's no real choice. Uh, uh, versus, you know, having a fairly transparent marketplace of projects. Um, uh, that sort of compete in a healthy way for resource, on having very explicit decisions to say, this is what I'm going to do because I feel that, right? And I have, I have success metrics, I have golden metrics, I'm sort of, I know whether I'm uh, uh, on track or not. That makes a, a world of difference. So we did spend a lot of time in creating that resource allocation theory or, 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 or framework. Uh, that I think is is extremely important. Because, again, you're looking transversally at a lot of different things. So you need to figure out where to invest and and, uh, and promote speed. You don't want your resource allocation process to become a bureaucracy. Mm
0: -hmm. So for you, digital transformation is not some sort of general abstract goal, oh, we're going to do some more marketing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love marketing you know <laughs> but but it goes well beyond it goes well beyond that and i think that's that's what i like it touches so many things right i mean we were speaking about ai earlier right it's 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 how you are digitizing internally it's how you are transforming our your business to become a digital business it's how you are uh, uh, creating things that are very very specific to solve very very particular problems it's how you are leveraging platforms in order to reuse what exists versus reinventing. So it has so many different facets. It's very, very holistic from, from that perspective.
0: Now, as we finish up, you, one final question for you. So, so it's very clear that Schneider Electric is very far along the digital transformation maturity curve. And so people who are, who are watching that are, that are thinking, how do I do this? You know, this is, I want to do this, too. How, how do they begin? What's most important? It's, I think, you know,
1: it's really uh, probably a healthy paranoia. It's, it's uh, uh, waking up every morning and looking not only at your direct competitors, but also at, at what's happening in other industries. What has happened in media, what has happened you know in travel world in the travel world and so forth. so so it's really this this paranoia that you're never uh, uh, doing enough. I mean success you know can bring complacency, etc so and you don't want that to happen. so so if there's one uh, uh, one piece of uh, of advice or one thing that I try to you know wake up every morning you know having that in mind, it's really Make sure that we're not becoming complacent. Yes, you know we're doing some good things, uh, uh, but never fast enough, never good enough. <laughs> so, and um, 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 we are always sure that somebody could go could go faster and better. So, so looking, you know, uh, uh, not just your industry, but besides your industry boundary, uh, uh, is something that's super important because at the end of the day, technology is a big flattener. Uh, uh, uh technology flattens everything, so what happening in another industry might end up you know impacting you uh, uh, after a while. I think so this paranoia is super important and on the other aspect that i that I touched upon is you know how do you create a mindset of empowerment over control and, and I think that's very very key, especially in today 's world, in the digital world, you need to be genuinely looking at at empowering others, whether those are customers, partners, uh, employees, associates, whatever.
0: So healthy paranoia that pushes you all the time Mm -hmm. to improve and at the same time, empowering your employees so that this healthy paranoia is distributed through the whole organization and everybody is pushing hard. Absolutely. Hervé Carré, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me. We have been speaking with Hervé Carré, who is the Chief Digital Officer at Schneider Electric. Once again, subscribe on YouTube. And I want to say, a, a again, a very heartfelt thank you to IPSoft for making this possible. We are in their AI Experience Lab called Amelia City in New York City. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you soon. <laughs>